Good morning and welcome to PSJA Java Chat, your morning chat with your favorite PSJISD instructional technology integration specialist, where we discuss edtech tools and trends with invited guests and, of course, our morning coffee. In episode 6 of Java Chat, Natividad Villarreal, our October's district tech innovator, explains how she tackles students reading fluency with technology, making students self-sufficient with decodable book recordings where students work independently and are self-accountable. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to our Java Chat. This morning, we have teacher and innovator of the month of October, Ms. Natividad Villarreal, here with us. She's a first grade teacher at Garcia Elementary. Welcome, Ms. Villarreal. How are you doing this morning? Good. How are you guys doing this morning? Doing well. <laughs> pretty good, pretty good. Well, let's start it off with just a simple question about tech and, well, actually, your educational experience. Tell us a little bit about yourself and what is your background in education? How do you start it? Okay, um, so I would like to say that I started with Ready, Set, Teach um, in high school and that's where kind of I wanted to already start being a teacher. Um, I went to Texas State afterwards uh, to study education, specifically bilingual education. Um, and then COVID hit and that is where my educational career actually started oh, wow. so prior to that we were very much textbook 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 um and then we had to go home and then all my assignments became online all my presentations like had to you know become slides um and i will not lie prior to that i had really not touched technology i didn't grow up with that kind of you know income to have like a laptop or they didn't really teach me that in high school I'm not gonna lie um, I took the like one computer class in high school the Microsoft Word and that was about it um, so it wasn't until I really had to you know I did my student teaching during COVID and so that's when I had to start making lessons um, and my teacher as well my CT didn't know what to do either so we were both there like making lessons as we went um, learning and that's kind of how from since COVID started, that's where my educational career and all I've known is technology and teaching because I had to pick it up. <laughs> wow. Yes. Cool. So like you were doing your student teaching via Zoom or Teams with your men mentor. Yes. And wow. we were there making lessons and slides through Zoom and trying to figure it out, but um, it worked out in the end. <laughs> And so well, I've been, yeah, I've been using <laughs> technology since the beginning of my career. That's all I've known um, since I started teaching. Just lessons, slides, um, lots of YouTube, <laughs> thankful for YouTube, um, Canva. Like I used Canva since college. Canva is honestly a lifesaver. I love Canva. <laughs> um, and so that's about my educational career um, using technology. Wow. Hey, Miss Vidal. So I, that's a good segue into this next question. Um, I think you kind of touched on it a little bit, unless you want to kind of add a little bit more onto what I'm about to ask. So um, you said that COVID was a huge part of what got you into using technology. Um, was there anything else that that got you into using instructional technology into your classroom? Um, it definitely hit me last year. I prior to teaching first grade, I was a pre-K teacher. Oh, wow. And so whenever we would do small groups, I was able to meet with like two or three groups because I had my para with one group and I was with another group and then the other groups were in centers. 
So all groups got to be met with with the teacher. And then I hit first grade and I no longer had a para's help. So then it was all me on my own and I had to be able to meet with my students. In the beginning right now, um, well now they're reading, but in the beginning they don't know how to read yet. They're learning how to spell. And so I was trying to figure out how to meet with all of my students at once. Um, and so during COVID, a lot of my lessons were recorded. So um, I decided to just record myself. I actually, I don't know if I can share my screen, yeah. but I have like examples of my Nearpod because I found that Nearpod was the easiest for my first graders. Like as soon as you teach them, like just type in the code and get in, self-paced, click the next button, they got it. They got it. Like just teach them that and they got it. So I'm just going to like show some examples. Um, let me see if I can. You should have the rights. It doesn't let me. It doesn't <laughs> let, me... let you? No. Okay, wait. There you go. Can you guys see my screen? Yes. Yes. Okay. So the first one um, is like a decodable. So I would send them to, you know, a little group in, of tables and they would um, get their own little decodable, take it to the table, put on their headphones. And this is just me reading it. Uh, we don't have sound if you. Oh, man. Okay, well, just <laughs> yes, it's the middle, of, go to the middle of your screen. Uh huh. The and middle. put your arrow all the way to the top in the middle, top middle. And it will be a, a window will be showing down. And then you will see like a, like a, a monitor with like a speaker what, uh, crossed or something. Do you see that or no? No, I don't. Okay. <laughs> yeah. If you stop sharing, and then you go to reshare, there's a little toggle yeah, that that's says exactly. share sound. Okay, let me try this again. That way, because we do want to hear it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, it says also share tab audio, right? Yes. So up at the very, very top, it says include computer sound. Okay. You see that? So let's see. Cheryl was a girl who loved to twirl. She twirled on the ground twirled in the air. Cheryl loved to twirl. And the wind was out. Those twirls twisted and turned in the wind. So that's just me reading to what, them. What is that? What, this what is, is that? Um, oh, I also, let me go back to the other one. Um, I use Loom to record myself. Okay. Yeah, I use um, Loom to record my screen and my audio as well. Um, and so that's just like an example of one center that I would do with them since I couldn't be reading with them. They would just follow along. They already knew like as I was reading, they would just touch their own decodable that they had in front of them. And then the next one was the practice one. Um, let me stop sharing it and then share it again to the audio. Um, and same thing, it was just me like uh, doing like dictation. Like I would sound out the word for them. Um, let me go back over here. So they're in. And then it's just me sounding it out three times. Oh, these are near pods. Okay. Branch. Uh, uh, hmm. Branch. 
And so I just say it like three times and they're writing it down and sounding it out with me. Um, so that was my that was other picture that I would awesome. do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then, um, the, I don't know, those are just some that I've done. I have more on here, but I don't want to take up too much time. Um, but that was like, I would do spelling, my decodable. I've done like my lessons uh, for the week. I actually have the one that's for next week from last year. That's the ant and the grasshopper. And so I was looking at that one um, because I mean, it's the same curriculum from last year. And so I was already seeing what I can change now that I've been using Nearpod for a year and like been playing around with it. Um, but those that's how I honestly got into using the technology into my classroom. And I love Nearpod. I will use Nearpod for anything. <laughs> um, like I know during the summer, during enrichment, we couldn't figure out how to get the kids to do the pretest and the post test because mm -hmm. you had to log in their whole email and then their whole yeah. password. Yeah. And so just what I did was I had them log in through Clever and I linked it to the Nearpod. They just had to put in the code and it would take them within their own like name because they're already logged into their Clever. And so I didn't have to type out their whole email. Nice, like, smart. So I will link anything in there and they know how to put in the code. They can do it by themselves already. Like I Question, just have you have you used these activities and share them with your grade level? No, I really haven't. <laughs> I mean, I shared it. Oh, um, sure to do it because yeah, I mean, I've shared it with them. Um, I have a different team this year, but last year I had another team and um, they wouldn't really use like I would share it with them and be like, look, this is what I'm doing with the kids and they were just kind of like, okay. <laughs> um, but yes, um, I have shown it to them. And right now, something that Ms. Mendez has just showed me was the flip. So right now I'm trying to figure out how to incorporate flip into my classroom or at least the homework so they can start getting used to recording. Cause I know that right now we're really focusing on the kids getting used to recording themselves for Telpis in second grade. So that's the next thing I'm going to try. I was already making lessons this week because I'm hoping to turn my homework into all now just recording themselves and getting used to to that. I'm blown away. I'm like, that was to me because I'm early childhood and that was like to me just open a realm of possibilities. Thank you for sharing this. Yes, of course. <laughs> Yes, I'm hoping that we can invite you to one of our unmute and recharge sessions to do a little um, yeah. just an overview of what you just gave sure. us, but yeah. for teachers as well. I mean, hopefully some teachers will will watch, and we have a couple people here today that are you know getting these ideas, but they're they're awesome, fabulous. Yeah. Miss Stephanie was also here yesterday uh, for for um, for our Q and A, so she's a SPET teacher at Levas, so I think she can get use of what you just showed us. I mean, like it, it, it's, I'm blown away. Like I'm seriously blown away. Thank you for sharing. Yes, that. I can. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like as I'm not the homeroom teacher, I don't dabble in technology as much. So that's why I'm trying to learn a lot more to make my kids more independent. <laughs> so it'll help. Yes. Awesome. Yes. So I know our next question, you kind of already answered it because we were, you know, asked to uh, tell us and share with us some of the technology tools that you use with your students. Um, so I'm just going to add to that. Are there any other technology tools that you'd like to share? Or also, do you have the students like creating their own products in any way using any of these tools? Um, so this year we have not touched it so much. We did it more last year, second semester. 
was them starting to create their own projects on Canva. Um, and so last year we are in IB school. So um, we do have a project for each planner of each of the six weeks. And last year we did one um, doing the MyPlate nutrition. And so the students uh, got to make, we had the template of the little plate. And so then all they had to go, we taught them how to use like the elements on Canva and like just search up like the keywords, you know, like um, fruit or vegetables. And then they would drag and drop. And then we taught them how to record the same way. Like it's kind of like Loom. It comes out a little circle in the corner mm -hmm. and they recorded their presentation. So more second semester, we turned them into like starting to use Canva themselves. Um, even though we had the template made for them and all they did was like drag and drop, but at least they can start getting used to it because I know the upper grades start using, um, you know, Canva for their presentations. So we kind of want to get them used to, um, you know, Canva and making projects and recording themselves is like the main thing that we're really focused on right now. Uh, getting used to talking into a mic, talking into the screen and talking longer. <laughs> um, but that was something that they'll start doing more second semester, uh, creating um, Canva presentations for their IB projects. And that one was actually with one of my good coworkers. I think she won a technology award last year, uh, Ms. Juanita Perez. Oh, yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, so her and I like made that template together and um, she gave me that. She showed me how to have the kids record since her students were virtual she yeah. kind of showed me a lot of like how canva you can record yourself because all her kids would record their lessons um their their homework and so um that's kind of going to be like second semester but i'm trying it right now before they leave the break i really want them to start using flip and like recording themselves and they can use that uh for recording and explaining their their, their project yes yes as well mm -hmm. The upper grades honestly do inspire me a lot because I see them using technology and I'm just surprised that how good these kids are these kids are getting at using technology like in a presentational way like there's no way I would have been able to make those presentations when I was that age. I'm telling you I did not start. I only took Microsoft Word in high school and that was it. Um, and so they're, they're doing a good job the upper grades and they're kind of the ones that were like inspiring me of what the kids need. Um, and just kind of getting them ready for that. Second grade needs to help us. You know, third grade, fourth and fifth, they do their IB projects. Uh, fifth grade has their IB um, exposition. And so I just kind of want to get them used to, you know, using those platforms. Yeah, that's really great. Like your kids are first grade and they're already yes. school yes. They're going to be yes. ready for the real world. I mean, in the workforce. Mm -hmm. and high school and college, they're going to have to be creating these projects. So it's anybody can do it. And I'm so happy to hear that you're, um, you know, starting it at such a young age. Yeah. What yeah. wasn't that last year you were going to work, your grade level was going to work on the students creating their own city in Minecraft, right? Yes, hopefully this year we can do it. I know we were kind of playing around with it and we just couldn't do it we were gonna have them build like a garden using minecraft mm -hmm. um but you know just like i guess we couldn't really get the game um but let's what we wanted them to try something like that but we couldn't do it hopefully well, this let's year start it early. let's start it early and and we'll support you on that 
Okay, yes. Yeah, because these kids, they already know how to do Minecraft. They do. <laughs> they sure. do. So now it's just letting them, you know, create their little garden and recording themselves of what they did and how they did it. Um, because that's something that they already know how to do. <laughs> so the next question that we're going to ask you is think about all of the activities because you've talked about so many different tools already and how you've been using that. So describe your favorite tech activity that you've done with your students that they were like, oh my God, this is so awesome. And you you got that that excitement of like, I can't believe I created this with for my students. Um, I will say probably just like their centers, like their that any technology center that they can get, you know, they want to use the computer and they think it's hilarious to hear my voice from far away like like if i'm at the table and then they'll press sometimes they just want to be silly and they'll click it over and over and over and i'm like i don't want to hear my voice anymore <laughs> um uh, but they the first time that they saw that they thought it was so cool they were like how are you reading over here and how are you saying the spelling words over here and you're over there like reading so that was like something new to them because i mean they came from kinder um and they weren't like they're not doing that because they're over there it's more like small and so i i really felt like it made them feel like grown up that they were like using a computer and they can log themselves in like just that independence like it gave them a lot of confidence that they can do it and just them hearing my voice they're so silly sometimes <laughs> um they thought that was that was hilarious they thought it was so cool and to me like i didn't think it was anything like wow because i was so used to recording myself during my covid lessons but they thought it was like the coolest thing ever. <laughs> so hopefully um, I can create more things as I as I continue on. This is really my second year in PSJ um, and I had not learned about Nearpod until last year. And so it became like my favorite thing. Um, I'm still learning uh, about Canva as I go and like how the kids can use it. And then um, the next thing I'm trying right now is Flip, like I had mentioned. So, Ms. Ariel, you were, you were talking about um, how it, technology kind of changed for those kiddos going from kindergarten to first grade, and you were talking about how, whoa, this is a whole new experience for the kiddos, you know, pressing mm -hmm. uh, play and hearing your voice all over the room. Um, kind of going into that similar direction, but more of a, a personal question, how has technology changed uh, for you as you've been using it over time? Um technology has changed for me in the sense of like i don't know i'm always in teacher world my brain is always in teacher mode like no matter what i see on social media i'm like i'm gonna do this or i'm gonna try some some way to do this that's how we got the minecraft idea because i was like man these kids are like five and six building these huge cities in minecraft and so it was actually a TikTok that i saw and i was like i wonder if they can make their own like you know city their own little garden and so anything that i see now out there i want to bring it in here <laughs> and i think that goes for all teachers like we always have our brain on like our teacher brain on like how can we bring this into our classroom things that our kids like to do right now like into our classroom to engage them and i think that's where it has turned like social media is not me like checking what my friends are doing anymore it's more like what can i bring into my classroom what's in right now that i can bring into my classroom that my kids are gonna like 
or that are going to want to do or that I can make into a lesson. So that's how it's changed for me. <laughs> yeah, and social media, that it's a great outlet for um, teachers to look for creative ways to to get those new ideas for the students. And I'm mm -hmm. glad that that you're using it to do or at least attempt to try really fun things like bringing in Minecraft into the classroom. Yeah. So <clears throat> I love hearing about all the ideas that you have and um, hoping we're going to get you to share those further <laughs> for us with some sessions. If you don't mind later, we'll, we'll talk to you about that. But do you have any advice? There's some people that maybe are reluctant, some teachers that are reluctant to try the technology integration in their classrooms. Do you have any advice for them? Um, I would honestly just say try it. It can be intimidating because even though like people see me as younger, like, oh, you've already used technology. That's definitely not true. Like I had mentioned in the beginning, like I grew up very low income. I didn't have a laptop till college until I was 19. I only took one class in college because I had to. <laughs> I, I mean, in high school, I had to take that credit. Um, and I was very intimidated by computers, technology. Every time I had a group project, I was the slow typer. <laughs> and so, um, like seeing myself now i'm like wow like i've grown so much from that and from that fear of being like no my presentation's gonna look ugly or it's not gonna make sense it's been a lot of playing around and also kind of like i was forced into it because COVID happened <laughs> and the ending of like the start of my educational career like forced me into creating lessons recording myself but from there like i just started playing around with different platforms um and you know it'll come because i honestly did not have that background either um and so it'll come and the kids will really really like it and they will become engaged and i always say like you know i'm not going to use technology like as a like as a supplement like okay i'm busy go do this it's more of like think of it as like an extension of you as more like um an opportunity for the kids. Um, that's kind of how I've been seeing it. Because um, I know right now we are like, do I station? Do I imagine math? Do all of these things? But um, I'm going in circles now. <laughs> but like, I think that, you know, I think that you should really try it and you'll be surprised of truly what you're capable of. Um, and that there's so much that you can do if you really like take the time and play with it. Um, and so, yeah, I would I would encourage teachers to definitely try it. Mm -hmm. Well said. <clears throat> I know um, they just have to try one thing, right? You don't try everything at once. Yeah, yeah. No, I stuck with Nearpod for a whole year. Like, <laughs> that was like my main thing. I was like, this is my safe space. I'm going to stay with Nearpod. But now I'm exploring, you know, um, Canva for the students. Now I'm in, in exploring Flip. I'm about to start exploring Flip. And I have no idea what I'm doing with Flip, but I'm gonna keep playing with it and see what I can come up with it. Nice. <laughs> You're on mute, Val. <laughs> <laughs> it's super cool and super easy to use. You're gonna love it. And hopefully soon you'll get to meet our, our um, the Flip, uh, um, what is it called, Need? Or what did you call it yesterday, baby? For the what? Uh, Feli's title. 
Oh, she's the, the Microsoft lead, education educator yeah, lead. Yeah, lab educator lead, and she's super sweet, and she also she supports our district really, really well. So, it's you're gonna love flip and debbie is an expert on flip i started dabbling on it and i love it like i fell in love with it we've been pushing it a little as well so we can show you ways on how to use it so don't worry you're not going to be alone we're going to i'm going to come over to your campus and we're going to collaborate and make you shine even brighter i'm extremely proud of what you've been doing and what you showcased to us i do have one thing i'm like that quote that you said about um social media is not just to see about um, what my friends are doing now is about what I can implement in education. I'm like, that sounded even like a mug or a t-shirt for me. <laughs> <laughs> Put it on a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Great. So thank you so much. This is the end of our Java chat. Um, if you need anything, don't hesitate to reach out to myself, to Debbie, to Marco. We're here to support you. I will make time to come and see you next time that I'm at your campus. And I, if you have questions with Flip, I'll sit down with you and we'll collaborate. And and also get to me so we can start the the Microsoft um, Minecraft. And with oh. your students, as early as we can, they can start dabbling with it. And then you can have that. <laughs>